Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. Welcome. We are the show that's bringing America one enslaved mind at a time. And we are certainly licking our wounds on the conservative side of the equation. But nonetheless... We still got to go out and feed our families, and so we do need to look at the economy. And uh, one thing I forgot to talk to Bob about in our pre-discussion, I'm going to bring up to him, and our guest is Bob Kudla from Trade Genius, uh, is is my goodness gracious the 19th straight month of declining wages. Wow! But we'll get into that. We're going to get into now that the Democrats seem to be solidifying and centralizing power. Where are things going to go? What can we expect to happen next? And I would look at this program as a prescription. And here's what I mean. A prescription to avoid pitfalls that are coming our way, but also take advantage of the opportunities that will certainly surface because of changing circumstances. So in every dark cloud, there's that silver lining. We're going to try to bring you some of those in this show. Bob, welcome to the program. Glad you could uh, join us here today. And... uh, um, I'll just say this off the top. The ruling party that put this country in economic distress on a uh, on the top levels of our economy, uh, they still retain power. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? Yeah, well, you know, it's not done yet. I think the House will still probably go Republican, and that that will, will, that will change some things. But, yeah, uh, possibly, possibly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but the Senate, wow. I, I, you know, but the thing is, is Mitch McConnell, he destroyed any chance eight Republican senators had to overturn uh, their opponents because he withdrew funding. Uh, that, that just, Mitch McConnell was the main reason we didn't get the Senate. But unfortunately, um, American people are left here to say, well, gee, what should we be thinking about now? What should we be worried about? Where do I need to put my money? What should I be doing economically? And that's where I'd like to focus today. And I know you have lots of ideas on that. Yeah, so... Um the uh, there was an incredible news article came out this weekend that the Department of Defense is now going to uh, um, highly consider, but likely are going to start funding the um, uh, Canadian uh, junior miners in strategic metals. You know, we already passed a law here in the United States about protecting uh, uh, domestic production. And now we're gonna we're gonna start investing because you know China is investing in these Canadian miners too. So the United States, through the Department of Defense, is gonna start to is gonna start engaging with these guys. I mean, for us, that's an incredible opportunity to make money. A lot of speculative money is gonna start coming in now, and um, and I think it's gonna be a tremendous opportunity. Anything in copper, cobalt, okay, uh, rare earths. Um, the um, the P metals like platinum, palladium. Uh, there's a great vanadium mine in the United States. If you're a subscriber, I'll give you the name. And uh, and so I think there's a, it's going to be a renaissance of mining in the United States. I think you know even the Democrats can't avoid they're they're trapped. They can't they can't get away from fossil fuels unless they go with these exotic metals. And so they can't and they and, and China is and Russia are starting to uh, block access to them. For, you know, for their own personal domestic use, nothing nefarious. It's that's just economic uh, competition, sure. and so we're going to have to now do it here. That's that's huge for the market. Number two, what happened is that, and we're going to get into this too in a little bit, um, is that we actually had a there's a there's a sea change in crypto world. Okay, oh, now yeah. before anybody starts freaking out, 
Bitcoin to me, I consider Bitcoin like gold. So you can separate Bitcoin from the rest of this conversation. But the alt market's dead. Okay, it's been killed. And uh, we'll get into all the whys and wherefores in the meaning. But the beneficiary of this is not necessarily we're going to go digital because I think they're going to have a civil war in their hands with that. But it's gold and silver are going to benefit from that because a lot of speculation is coming into now gold and silver mar markets because they're blowing people out of crypto. And also more speculations coming into the stock market now because, um, you know, the crypto um, gamblers are now in the alt gamblers are going to come back into the U.S. market. And um, and I think that is huge. And in energy, there's no choice. We we. Uh, um, there's not enough energy out there in the world. So it's it's basically, to me, I call it the all of the above. You know, you want oil, you want gas, you want coal. I own all those. You also want to own uh, sun power. You also want to own charge point. You want to own the renewables because there's a lot of money in there, whether you love them or hate them. One thing, you know, I think we've learned here over the last three or four years that you have to separate your personal feelings from work. Okay. Yeah, well, you do that in your business, though. I, I know that you talk about something um, called your algorithm, which are bots that are programmed to follow the trends and not uh, listen to emotions or fear. That's right. So um, so we, we've created, I think, a couple really effective algorithms, Dave, to help us really from macro all the way down to micro. So, you know, we know what happens with the seasonalities. We, we see what's happening where the money's flowing in sectors. And then we drive those into our macros that look at momentum and ranges. And and that's why we've been pretty successful trading. And it also helps me because, look, um, I have very, very strong views on the way I like to see the world happen and why things aren't happening. But I totally separate those away from making money. And as long as what I'm doing is legal and moral, you know, I don't care if it's opposite of what I believe. I'm going to take the trade. And, and so... Uh, if you don't mind me doing a quick plug, if people want to trade with us, uh, you know, we we trade the stock market, we trade the crypto markets, and we trade the um, futures options markets, and we have programs for all that. You can get in our chat rooms, you can get on, you can get access to our algorithm, you can, uh, we can teach you how to trade, right. and then we give trades out every day. And so, um, and Dave, um, today's the start of our Black Friday special, uh, two weeks. So people take advantage of our Black Friday specials, the best pricing of the year, and you have to take advantage of it. Uh, we're, we're even we normally sixty five percent off our bundles, or even more. You have to go check to see what those are. Um, I don't think it's legal for me to say because they're so cheap. <laughs> but yeah, we do this every year for two weeks. Uh, I would take advantage of your customer. This is the time to renew. We'll add it on to your subscription. And and um, and you know basically use promo code Black Friday. Yeah. Uh, if you want to just buy anything in the store, and once again you have to go to the website to see the see the percentages. Yes, I'm teasing you, and you just go and check it out. I think you'll really like what we do. Okay. Um, you know we're still winning at two thirds rate, and this last couple of weeks, Dave, I think we're at an eighty percent rate. So it's it's really uh, volatility is our friend. No, I, I hear what you're saying. Um, the way I understand it, you know, it's the way that you get into trade genius. And, and listen, we have lots of our audience in your organization, and they love it. And in fact, I got a couple comments here from them that I'll share. But I guess what what you do is you you educate the people, and you use bundled, non bundled items. And the way to get into that is to use that coupon code to get fifty percent off. How long is that discount good for? Yeah, for your listeners, it's it's good for this Saturday coming. Okay, so, so that'll be the, oh gosh, the 19th. 19th, yeah. But definitely check the specials out. They're the best we have all year. And when they're done, they're done. So uh, okay. we've been doing this for years this way. You know, I like to buy Black Friday specials, so we like to give out Black Friday specials. So um, so take advantage of it. I think you'll like it. We definitely have our. We we definitely think we have this thing pretty wired right now. We've been on the right side of the trade now for years. So energy and precious metal, and I haven't been banging the drum on gold and silver as you know, but now I'm banging the drum. So wheat and precious metals up 25 percent in two weeks, 30 um, percent up for barrack gold. We're starting to get the money starting to flow into some of these bigger gold and silver miner names. FCX flying, BTU flying. So um, it's really going to be all about 
securing hard assets and commodities uh, for the United States and Canada. Yeah, before before we countries. go down that path, though, I, w- I want to complete the what you're saying about trade genius, okay? Because sure. let me tell you what I have here in front of me, a comment. This is what was made. It said, my biggest day ever, 26,000. Uh, so it said, uh, uh, <laughs> enjoy vacations, um, blah, 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 blah. Um, I want some more training. Uh, and it just goes on to say how much money they're making from this. And, and I have, I, I get a lot of these from time to time. People write us about our sponsors. And, and I think it's absolutely fantastic that you're getting this kind of feedback. But what I want to, uh, where I want to go with this is your company is like the model for success. And I think people should be following what you're doing. And I mean both in business and both personally, because what you're doing is working. You win two out of three trades. You say you're close to 80% now, which is phenomenal. I, I forget what, and I call it return on investment. You had a different term for it, but that's phenomenal. Uh, it's usually in triple digits. And, and so how is it that you do this? I mean, this is the thing that I want you to share with the audience. How is it that you come in and you are playing in the same ballpark as the big boys and your numbers are kicking their ass every single day. Yeah, well, because I'm not a big boy, number one, so I don't have the restrictions that they have, and they have what's called the law of large numbers that go against them. They, they, they can't buy the stuff that I can buy. You know, even though I trade mostly blue chip companies, they just uh, they just can't move the they just can't move in and out to take advantage of what I would call the short term wiggles. You know, remember we're in these trades three to five days mostly, uh, Dave. So, you know, our algorithm sees it went to the bottom of the channel. We buy, we get out the top of the channel. You know. So is that what you mean by the volatility? You're in it for a short time because things are going to change rapidly. So you like to jump on the up cycle and then get out. Yeah, so what's happened in the market over the last four or five years is that you have an algorithm that tries to push things, you know, up the channel, and then you got algorithms that try to bring it back down the channel. And so you don't, you know, you, you get some sectors that are trending, trending, trending. Like energy's been a good trend, but most most cases you may get one or two or three days, and they they bring it right back down again. So why fight it? Just trade it. And um, you know, we're not day trading per se. You know, we're in these trades two or three or four days. Some trades were in for months. Some trades were in for hours. But mostly it's less than a week, and we just take advantage of it. And that's number one. Number two is I can trade anything I want to trade. So I can trade the short ETFs if I want. You know, I can trade any sector I want. Okay, so okay. your size, you're working your size to your advantage, kind of like a person using judo. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. That that makes sense. But it's it's amazing to me because I've known you for years now, and you're always way ahead of the curve on your profitability. A lot of people right now say, "Ooh, stock market. No, no way." And I go, "Well, do you know about trade genius? I've had this discussion privately with people. No. Well, here are their figures. Oh, that just isn't true. And then I show them, and they go, "Oh, how are they doing it?" So yeah. let, let me ask you: this. If if someone didn't even come into trade genius. If they followed what you were doing parallel to what you're doing, could they be as successful or do they need the bots and so forth and so on, the algorithms? Well, I mean, what the bot does, it just helps me find the trade. So, okay, okay. Um, That's what I thought. Uh, you know, look, at, you know, I, I outsource that to my math. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. And, and yeah, because, I mean, if I just follow my own emotional thing, you know, there's a lot of things that people do that causes uh, – Problems with with trading is you, you it's called fear of missing out, or you, you you know you see somebody making money you jump on that trade but you're always late, and, and just to be really clear here, Dave is that um, um, you know we're not Lambo guys, so every one of my trades I it's it's on my spreadsheet it's it's out there every single day, whether I make money or lost money. I mean, look, I lost money on Friday. I lost Sark. I was early on the move down. Lost six percent in one day. So you know, I just want to be clear with people that this is not like Bob the Guru never loses money. It's just that we win more than we lose, and we win more money than we lose money when we win. That's the profit factor that I talk about. So over time, you know, we're, we're averaging one hundred eighteen point four percent annualized. Okay, and um, and we're still sixty five point three five percent win rate. Wow. What's that again? Your, yeah. your annualized win uh, 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 profits were what? What percentage? Yeah, it's 118.4. Now, just to put people know, that's if you're for 100% invested, equal weighted. You know, so 
the bottom line is you're going to do better than the market if you follow the system. Okay. Wow. You know, That's so incredible. I don't know. I don't know how people position their sizes and you know whether they follow the stops or all that stuff. This I put a stop and target on everything. So um, you know, sometimes I'll take my stop out and go up ten percent. I count that as a loss. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Um, you know, but it's a good system. I've been doing it for years, and it's very consistent. It's uh, we laugh because you know, year over year over year, I'm anywhere between you know sixty-two to sixty-seven percent win rate. We know the algorithm works, and we tweak it based on volatility. That does, you don't need to know any of that stuff, but that's all we follow. And then, look, the reason why I'm good at macro is that that was my job, Dave, in my business world. You know, my job was strategic planning. My job was acquisitions. So uh, I have a natural curiosity for what's next and okay. why why it's durable or why it's not durable. And that's why sometimes I say... We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at thecommonsenseshow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at thecommonsenseshow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time some very controversial things for people but it ends up i being correct is because you know people are blinded by their bias whereas i just try to separate my bias from what i'm seeing what they say don't believe your lying eyes right yeah, exactly. so I, I had to train myself into saying bob i know you feel that's not going to happen but you can't deny it's going to happen like i.e you know renewables oh the green new deal blah 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 well if they're going to stick a trillion dollars in the green new deal guess where i'm buying dave exactly well it's, it's kind of like the silver the deal. silver thing too <laughs> I, I, you know let me run this by you because I'm a big believer in silver now. It's underproduced, undervalued, and yeah. it's the darling mineral of the the new Green Deal because they need it for things like solar panels. So I think that's a great place to be. What do you think? Yeah, I call buy the silvers, platinum, palladium, silver. <clears throat> buy the yellows, right? You know, you have um, uh, you have um, you know, you got lithium, you got um, uranium. Buy the rare earths. Buy copper. Buy the orange. You know, eat your multivitamins here. Buy all the colors, okay? Because they're all going to move. Buy black. Look at coal. 
you know, all that stuff is moving. China's reopening, Dave. You know, that's going to push oil up. That's going to push all the minerals up. Nickel went up 7% today. 7%. Okay, for a metal, you know. It's not like these things don't trade, then trade. You know, from yesterday, from Friday to Monday, what happened? China's starting to reopen. So people are starting to front run these moves. So that's going to help copper. It's going to help nickel. It's going to help lithium. It's going to help cobalt. And so there's stocks you can buy, especially North American stocks you can buy, so you can get away from the political pressure, and you're going to make a lot of money. Why fight it? You know, who cares who won the election? If you can, you know, your goal is to take care of your family. Exactly. You know, exactly. You can right. only vote. You can only, as far as I'm concerned, we we only we get to vote once. Other people may get vote more, but we only get to vote once. And so um, beyond that, you got to dust off and move on. Yeah, I agree. You get knocked down, you got to get back up and keep playing in the game. You got to keep fighting, and I agree. And um, it's nice to have uh, the politicians that put the best interest of the American people at heart, but that hasn't been that way for a long time, and it's getting worse. So you have to find ways to be successful and find your own niches. This is one of the reasons I'd like to have you on because you're someone that's done that. I want to ask you your question though, from a military standpoint. You have a military background that's pretty good, really good, in fact, and you have a financial background that's really good so combining those two expertise together you know biden just met with xi jinping for the first time in five years what do you see coming out of this and how will that affect the average american uh he wants to he wants to have an, uh, he wants to renew his relationship with the united states china cannot survive if he doesn't have a a friendly partner in the united states well Bob, I got to say, I actually like that because I'd rather try to get along with China than have to go to war with China. Yeah, and there's also, I think the Chinese are realizing that we're boxing them, you know, we're boxing them in, you know. So, um, you know, we cut off their access to high tech chip manufacturing. We're bringing back more industrial supply. We're 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 demanding our 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 suppliers be diversified geographically. Um, you know, our it, our model, our economic model is more dynamic than the Chinese, you know, for many reasons, uh, even though, you know, we have Democrats trying to do their goofy, goofy stuff. It's still very dynamic. And um, and I think he realizes he just can't lean on Russia. And this whole this whole thing about this multipolar world thing is a fantasy of of, of the um of the of the left, okay. There's no multipolar world. There's only the United States, okay. When I say United States, throw the five eyes in there, okay. I call it the five eyes eyes, right? You got India and Israel. At push comes to shove, in, India will drift our way because we represent the market for them, okay. And uh, you know, you China and India are strategic competitors. You know, India can't sell into Russia. You know, there's not enough people. You know, people don't realize Russia only has 140 million people. Yeah, that's right. Okay? It's not like it's a huge market. You know, for somebody to make a big bet versus 300 million dollars, 300 million people in the United States that are rich. Okay, they have 140 million people in Russia that are poor, and so, um, so yeah. So I think there's a lot of things happening there. You know, I think we, uh, uh, you know, I don't think we see a lot of things that happen. Up there, and you're talking about military. Our space shuttle just came home after 900 days. You know, you wonder how many bombs they planted on every Russian and Chinese satellite up there, right? <laughs> you know. Well, yeah. You know, I'm hearing that. I'm hearing the Chinese are trying their stuff too to blind our over-the-horizon radar satellites. I've heard that from some military people, but they haven't yeah. been successful. So you're right. There are things going on in space, no question about it. Do you think space provides a, a shift in the balance of power? Those who control the high ground there will control the planet? Oh, yeah. We're 20, we're 20 years ahead of everybody there. And then, and, then the, and then the Air Force, we're 50 years ahead. You got to remember, you know, our B-2 bomber and our F-35 is 25-year-old tech. You know, all those UFOs that you see out there, Dave, they ain't green Martians, okay? <laughs> I know. I hear you. <laughs> I hear okay. you. Yeah. So, but yeah, but hey, but I want to shift gears a little bit too, because I want to, I want to throw a few things at you that, <clears throat> that may, I may gore some oxes here, but I think people need to hear it, whether they agree with me or not, they need to pay attention. I think the, I think the crypto alt market is dead. I think, um, uh, 
there's some strategic decapitation going on now in the crypto space that people need to be aware of. Okay, so does that include uh, Bitcoin, Bob? No, Bitcoin to me is is you know my personal view. Bitcoin is an NSA CIA project, and it's never going to go away. Okay, um, but the altcoins were were extreme amount of speculation uh, overseas on that stuff, and then you know. Um, and then you had you end up with with this FTX creation. These, this guy came out of nowhere. Okay, it was kind of a weird thing. There's a lot of controversy behind it. And not to get you in trouble, you can you can draw your own conclusions as to who was backing them. But I think the Chinese took out FTX from well, Binance. Why would China want to do that? Well, because FTX was going to try to take Binance out. Okay, that makes sense. And, and so they were so engaged I, in, a, in a war for competition over one market, and the Chinese won. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, FTX was trying to create regulatory capture that then would flow from the U.S. into Europe. They were already boxing out finance in Europe. They already boxed them out of the U.S. FTX was going to become this this monster, and uh, he took them out in one day. The guy was an idiot. Um, the guy runs FTX, or he was a useful idiot, I should say. But it's going to blow up the whole alt market. What are the use cases for most of these alts, right? Mostly it's speculation. Even if you have stuff that has good use cases, people are so scared to death now of, of, of where, where are you going to speculate now if all the exchanges are, get, are blowing up or they're frauds, right? So, you know, so, you know, it's going to bring it right back down to Bitcoin. And so Bitcoin's going to have short term pain, Dave. Could get all the way down to 10K. And before it starts its having cycle, so we're basically now knocking the rest of the garbage off of that whole space. To me, crypto is always Bitcoin. You know, that's been my thing. Uh, the Solana thing gone. They blew that whole chain up with FTX gone. And then Binance now is in trouble. So, so you know, when people are listening to this stuff, you know, if you have altcoins, I'm I'm sorry. You know, you just can look at your own performance to see. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, that's sorry to say, but you're right. But Bitcoin is is going to be okay. I put Bitcoin and gold. They're the two non liability coins out there. I swear, and I believe it's it's a um, it's it's it's, it's definitely government sponsored, and I think it's it, it's it, it was sponsored within the United States. Uh, um, you know, deep state, and I don't know what deep state. I don't know, <laughs> but it's it's definitely hidden from view. I mean, a guy doesn't make thirty or forty or fifty billion dollars and never surface, right? <laughs> And uh, so I think there's more to it. You know, probably government probably owns the United States government probably owns those coins. And if you notice, they have a law passed that they can they can confiscate Bitcoin as they need to from from a legal standpoint, not just not because they want to. That may come later. But um, so they're holding coins. And so to me, all coins are dead. That means more speculation in the rest of the stock market. We blew a lot of people out, okay? They're going after all these exchanges. You know, we're going to end the day with probably United States, Kraken, you know, uh, Coinbase, and Gemini, all right? And so um, I just want to bring that up to people. Whether you agree with me or disagree with me, I don't think you can argue with what happened this weekend was was strategic, and and uh, I think it's – I think it, the ramifications are still, but look, there's political ramifications that we probably can't talk about yet. It depends on who wins the house, whether we get more information on that or not. Yeah, that's number true. two. Number two is is um, uh, uh, this was a Ponzi scheme, and it's going to cause the government to crack down even harder on crypto, whether we like it or not. They are going to use this as an excuse. Janet okay? Yellen said that uh, two days yeah. ago. She called for regulation. Yes. Yeah. So and and so. So, you know, this is all part of their plan, okay? And who knows? This FTX could have been just set up to do exactly what it just did. Yeah. Okay. You know, anymore, I believe, every conspiracy theory, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's amazing how many conspiracy theories end up coming true. Um, yeah. It, it's interesting. You know, I love the idea there's no such thing as a conspiracy theory, like two bad people wouldn't plan to do something together to do something wrong. Um, do you know what's interesting, though, is the FTX leader, he ran to Argentina 
And what's interesting is there's not a bigger communist government in uh, the Americas than Argentina, and that Cristina Fernandez is really the power behind it all, and she's welcomed in the Chinese. So here this guy does war with China, gets his butt kicked financially, and he runs to a China-controlled country. Don't you find that odd? Well, I don't think it's odd at all. He came out smelling like a rose. He stole money. He yeah. probably one or two. And, you know, here's the thing that we're learning. When this thing all lays out, you know, he was he was taking he, he was taking U.S. citizens money, moving it to his offshore and then investing in projects. And who knows where that money went? It could be all collected somewhere else. It could be sitting in our he could be worth 10 billion dollars in an Argentinian bank. OK, as far as we know. Right. He he was his father. His father's oh. specialty was in tax shelters. Okay, makes sense. yeah, don't, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. just hey, just don't separate FTX from this dude. Okay, this dude. This I don't know if he planned it the way it happened to him, but he had he had back doors. He had a backup plan. There's a reason why he was in Bahamas. A reason why he owned a private jet, right? <laughs> and um, and then his partner that ran the other thing. She's sitting in Hong Kong. Okay. <laughs> oh, there you go. Would would he be arrested if he set foot on American soil? Well, he's not been indicted yet. Yeah, but what do you, what's your feeling about that? Would they go? I don't after, know. Would they go after him? Well, I don't know. Is 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 uh? He's well connected. Okay. Yeah, and I know what you mean by that too. Um, yeah, I think I think you're probably right. That well connection would probably save him. Uh, do you think he had any collusion with the Chinese, where he joint they jointly planned that FTX would fail and China would emerge as the winner, um, and that's why he settled in Argentina? Don't know. Uh, all I know that Binance took him out. Okay. And um, and then he, um, but you could tell something was weird. Like the two weeks before all this happened, he was running around the world trying to raise money. Because he knew he got caught in a Ponzi, oh. so I don't think, I don't think he, I don't think he planned it the way it happened. I just think that he, he had enough forethought for an escape plan. Okay, because I don't know if the, I don't know if the, um, the political parties in the United States necessarily wanted to have things exposed that are getting exposed. Yeah, that's true. That's so, true. I would agree. So we'll have to just, we'll just have to see what it's all all plays out on this but yeah it doesn't really matter to me all it matters to me is that our regulators our regulators chase down two big crooks and they leave the massive crooks alone you know and you can draw your own conclusions as to why okay um well, I want to look at the spinoff effect though without going to the politics of it the FTX failure in your opinion, that's dis- that's going to destroy crypto. Is it the damage permanent, or is there a bounce back possibility? Uh, I don't know. You know, uh, many people said this thing's going to die before. I would just say, in the near term, it's a death knell to a lot of the altcoins. Okay. Yeah. All right. And that's that certainly would cause you to say, not want to go nowhere near this stuff. Uh, would this also cause you to shy away from Bitcoin, even though Bitcoin survived? Oh no, absolutely not. I think uh, I think Bitcoin's going to go lower, but it's going to be a tremendous buying opportunity. And here's the thing too: um, you could trade Bitcoin on the stock market. You don't you don't necessarily have to have an exchange. Like I trade Mara with puts and calls. I trade Biti with puts and calls. So um, the Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals from My Pillow. For example, they've got half off my pillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to mypillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. Mypillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. And those are BITI is a, is a short, um, is a short Bitcoin. So if I'm positive on Bitcoin, um, I'm buying BITI puts. If I'm bearish on Bitcoin, I'm buying their calls. And it's all short-term stuff. Mara, the same way, they're a miner. All the miners now are losing money, by the way. Okay, electricity is too high. The calculations are, are, are more difficult, so it's taking up too much energy. Okay, and the price isn't there to support it. So short-term, we're going to see a big consolidation in the crypto miners too now, Dave, as well. Oh, boy. So 
So yeah, so right now it's you know it's it's weird. You know, I'm short Mara because I think even if they survive, they're going to lose money next quarter. You can tell right? tell people what Mara is. They may not know. Well, they're a crypto miner, so they get paid by solving the puzzles, right? And they get they get the coins, and they're they're probably they're the number one miner out there in terms, but they're losing money too. So, you know, you can, some sometimes these things happen. Actually, ironically, when the miners lose money, it's usually at the bottom of the Bitcoin winter. Okay, so this has to happen for the cleansing, and then I think uh, if Bitcoin gets anywhere around ten thousand. You know, look, if you're afraid of getting on a Coinbase exchange, just, you know, you can buy BITI puts. You can buy boxed holdings, BA. Um, here, let me pull it up what it is here while I'm talking to you. Um, B, BKKT, you can buy BKKT. You know, um, you can, uh, there's Global X Blockchain, BKCH. These are all you know, longer-term opportunities for people that just want to stay in the stock market and invest that way, then obviously if you're a, you know, if you're a Bitcoin maximalist, you're, you're ignoring everything I say anyway. Uh, but if you if you trade out of these things, then I would look at probably Gemini. My, my, my business partner, um, he went ahead and, and did some studies, and Gemini is probably the most trustworthy exchange. So that's an exchange that somebody should consider for Bitcoin. So... And, and those guys have money in their own change, so that it helps when you eat your own dog food. <laughs> okay, all right. I tell you, you've really broken it down like we're not hearing. Let me ask you just an opinion question here. All right, why aren't we hearing this kind of analysis? Well, you do with a couple of Fox people, but across the board in the mainstream media, why aren't we hearing this kind of honesty? Uh, an honest assessment of what's going on. Well, I mean, it's no different than things that people are talking about online. Is you know, you're afraid to get canceled. Okay. So, All right. Uh, well, I mean, you know, look. My thing is that they asked people why they did such poor due diligence on TX. Can one guy said to me because they were on the cover of Fortune. What that translates into, I did a light touch because other people smarter than me already bought. So I'm kind of coattailing on them. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Well, they must have done due diligence. And everybody else is probably saying, why did you do it? Because they did it. And then you find out nobody did it. (laughs) Okay. And and, so so that's, that's, that's why. So, look, FTX is spending a lot of money out there. Naming right whole nine yards, Dave. Remember that. You know, that Miami Heat, um, Tom Brady, Matt Damon. Where the hell's Matt Damon been? Yeah, well, you know, it's interesting. Okay. Tom Brady and his ex-wife are out there uh, doing PR work for FTX. I could not believe when I saw that. I thought, you guys, the, yeah, game, the, the game, game is not, over. The game is not, over. You're, you're chasing something that's already lost. Right, now they're getting divorced. And uh, so, who knows, you know, so, yeah, so my view on that is is that, you know, where the money is. Why couldn't you, why couldn't people talk about um, pharmaceutical products, right? Because they're paying the bills at the news media, right? Um, True. You know, why do people not ask the Fed hard questions at their press conference? Because you're not going to get invited back again. You see, you see what I'm so um, that's what causes people to have uh, proceed bias because it's what they don't talk about, and and they don't do the homework anymore. Okay. Everybody's off in some way, shape, or form. Well, that's true, and it's that's kind of like age immemorial. Remember, Jesus chased the money changers from the temple. Not much has changed. Um, yes. Yeah, I, I totally agree with what you're saying there. Um, so it's up to people to find their niches of what works. Um, I want to ask your opinion on something else, though, because here again, finance is ruling government, and here's what I mean. The European Union will never give in to Russia. Putin evil. He's got to be gone. We'll do anything it takes to take him out. And the Netherlands just canceled their sanctions. Did you know that? They canceled the sanctions against Russia. Yeah. Well, you know, real politics always always takes over. It's just, I have to say, it's just, it's stunning to me. Okay, so as we sit here today, 
Okay, and going forward now, post-election, Democrats are going to remain in control, blah, blah, blah. Okay, but going forward, you know, let me ask you this opinion question here, and I've been wondering this, and I meant to ask you the last time you were on, and we didn't get to it. So I want to ask you now. To me, and and I do agree with you, America... um, when you look at the upper levels, the top level of our military, the top level of this, that, or the other, uh, we are still ahead of the game. Okay? So to me, it may not matter who really runs the government, which political party, except it matters a hell of a lot to the middle class who runs the government. What do you think about that statement? Oh, well, no, I agree. The problem with the middle class is we don't have representation for the middle class. So I think the Republicans really to really think about it. Look, the Democrats are very clear who their color is. It's, it's African American married women. Okay? They do they do not play that precept. Okay? And and Republican Party needs to make they get to find a a uh, majority in there, but they ignore the middle class. Okay, they disdain you know what I would call the the white Blue collar vote and that's the married people vote, okay? Because they're they're for whatever reason they they pull them with disdain, right? Or they can't get money out of them. Democrats can go out to vote, okay? The Republicans are only interested in getting your money, and so uh, so they don't really they don't do the blue you know this, this first time this election is on more grassroots. Effort. And I think you saw pay. You know, you saw more people out to vote. It's just that it was lumpy where it was. And and but look, uh, you know, I would look at like like you know uh, Carrie Lake in, in Arizona. She represented what I would call middle class anxieties, right? And did Mitch McConnell lift finger to help her help a Republican win the election? No, he sent money up to protect McConnell because she. Okay, yeah. when when it was Republican, regardless up there, number one and number two Republicans on the runoff, and he spent money in that race, spent money in that were competitive. Okay, and then the other thing, and I know this is controversial, but you know, Trump had a hard on to get Oz in there. He got Oz and Mastriano uh, in there. Okay. Oz was rejected by the middle class white voter in the reddest of the counties had a higher Fetman uh, uh, vote than than expected because they didn't have one of those in there. It was a he was interloper coming in. So there's some things that they really need to do some some soul searching on to protect you know the class before there isn't going to be no class. And then, and then it's um, then the Democrats are going to have the win the election from now until my grandchildren die. Uh, you sorry, you broke up a little bit there. Maybe you can reorient a little bit. Can you say that last part here about the survival of the middle class? Yeah, if the middle class doesn't survive, the Democrats are generational generational dominance. My grandchildren will be dead before anything because they you wipe out the middle class, all you. The starving class and the um, and the um, uh, the kissing ass class. Okay. Okay. So I do agree we're moving in that direction. We have been for a long time. Um, so if the middle class disappears, who does that favor ultimately? The Democrats or the Republicans? No, no doubt the Democrats. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Exactly. Yeah. So that's the whole thing is you know they the Republicans voted for tax reduction. You know, constantly, and now some of the people pay taxes. Do you think they're ever going to vote for somebody's raise You know, you know. And now we have deficit. Working. So you know, the Republicans are very. They treat the game, and the Democrats treat it as a war. Okay. <laughs> you know, you're right. I, I covered this uh, in a podcast I did for YouTube. I said, uh, you know. Leave all these discussions about voter fraud out. They're not going to go anywhere, okay? And that's really clear. The courts won't even hear them, so it's irrelevant to, to really focus on that now. But the thing I would say is this. 
is that the Democrats took advantage of the changed election laws that came into play when we went away from precincts to open voting centers. Some of it was COVID-related. And they get the vote out early. They make sure they recircle. They find out who's voted, who hasn't voted. Uh, they cure ballots at a higher rate, you know, to take the damaged ballots and get them through. The Republicans barely pay attention to that. And in Maricopa County, that could have cost Kerry Lake as many as 90,000 votes for what we're hearing. And that, that's, that's just taking advantage of the rules that exist to the full extent of the law. And the Republicans don't do it. Why do you think the Republicans appear not to give a crap and the Democrats take care of every detail in elections? Well, I just probably in the DNA is that, you know, Republicans aren't very good at fighting. And I think that was the appeal of Trump. Trump was a hand fighter. Okay. And it's a generation of people that understand how to play that game without the baggage of Trump. You know, as many things that piss people off that he draws out the Democrat base too. So you got a guy like DeSantis who has, has no problem doing hand to hand fighting, right? But other than that, he doesn't cause controversy. Youngkin, okay, he's a rising star. You know, you got the guy that just got voted in the Senate and the Attorney General. He's a rising star. You get some smart people. Look at what Lee Zeldin did in. He almost pulled that thing off. Yeah, it's amazing. What he did was incredible, actually. So, you know, so, you know, there are messages that work and resonate and and you have to do the people that need to be put in. You know, the problem we have now is that, and it's like an industry, it's called the wheel retailing. You know, you you know this too. Once you get established, you end up playing defense, okay? And so you, you have guys like McConnell who've been in charge for so long. You know, he's not interested in, in in new and exciting. He's interested in protecting, you know what I mean, and protecting his ter- turf, his domain, his contributors, and and sometimes to the ex- expense of the party. Okay, and and so that's what's happening here. So, so we're going to have to break bread with somebody new here. You know, and that's what I'm saying. Hey, maybe maybe Trump served his purpose, and we got to move on from him. McConnell absolutely served his purpose, got to move on from him, which is ironic because McConnell and Trump hate each other, and together they did the most powerful thing ever. They got the Supreme Court elected. You know, so it's just really weird. I mean, somebody asked me in the room today, why don't you just get along for the good of the country? And I'm like, well, that's you just made the point. None of this is about good for the country. It's about good for them. And so, you know, uh, um, Trump had a tremendous opportunity and tremendous opportunity to bring two factions together. Factions are hardened now, and you know, and I'm for civil war between the, those factions before we're done, and the middle class is sitting in the crossfire. Yeah, it's interesting you'd say that. Josh Halley came out today. Senator Halley said we need to tear the Republican Party down. That's a quote, and start over. Yeah, same with Tom Cotton. He's another. You know, in there too. I mean, look, there's no why um, Montana should have a Democrat um, in the Senate. There's no reason why Idaho should have a Democratic governor. You, you, you know what I'm saying? It's just like uh, those things make no sense, and and it happen. And so, you know, it's just not the you know no overarching strategy. You know, it's very very they're very tactical, and they don't like to get their hands dirty. So um, where Democrats look, um, and this is where Steve Bannon is so important, because I think he has it right. You start from the board, you work your way up to president, right? The Republicans start at the president, and they work their way down the school board. <laughs> I never thought of it that way. That's that's uh, that's really interesting, and you're right. The Republicans, more than the Democrats, are afraid to get their hands dirty. That's why they're getting their ass kicked in every election. Yeah, and not, not everything the Democrats does does is is illegal. Uh, you know, I don't agree. No, with it's my, not. It's not. A, they're taking advantage of the laws they've been able to get into place. Right. They. They. Right. You. Just like what Trump said. You, you want to change it? Ta- if you want to pay more taxes, change the law. If you want to get more Republican voters, you change the laws. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's exactly right. Well, Trump understands this. 
because in his business world, he's had to get his hands dirty. And uh, too many Republicans are nothing but career politicians that don't understand that concept. They don't know what it means to get your hands dirty. By the time Democrat is running for Senate or Congress, or they've already been in politics for 10 or 15 years. Republicans, most of these guys that are first coming are taking a shot at this stuff because of they get them in school boards, they get them into city council, they get mayor races, they get them on water boards. You see where they can learn how to communicate. Remember, being a good businessman and being a good politician are two different skill sets. Occasionally, I can bridge it. Look at Trump. He was a businessman going into politics. There were sharp elements everywhere, right? You know, um, very few people can blend those two things together. And and the Democrats, you know, they, you know, they have internship programs starting with these kids at age sixteen. That's right. right. That's right. And they're moving right up where you might be thirty five years old and saying, "Well, I better run because this guy sucks," right? And then you get your head handed to him. You don't know what happened, you know. And so that's that's what Republicans need to. But we have the best ideas. There's no reason in the world where where what Biden's approval rate should not have translated into more votes. We're really close, right? So um, it's just it's just where it mattered. It fell short. One or two candidates that were just probably not the right candidates on this. No, you're you're right on the money. As much as I love Carrie Lake, and I think she's honest, sincere, and, and had good ideas, it was her first run in office. Blake Masters, first run in office. Uh, Amade, who's, who run for Secret, uh, Attorney General in Arizona, first run in office. And all three are going to lose. So you're absolutely right that the Democrats play the long game. They train their people. In fact, actually, the Democrats are the ones that want to lower the voting age for the president down to age 16. Right, they, they, right because they know that you get more stupid voters. Boy, is that ever true. Uh, did you see Gen Z voting? It was incredible. 70% voted uh, straight Democrat. It was absolutely amazing. Of course, when people are going to pay off your student loan debt, or so they thought was going to happen, it's not now, but they knew, didn't know that going into the election, you know, you're going to vote your pocketbook. Uh, and young voters are typical a little more liberal until they realize you got to pay bills and uh, you got to take care of your kids, and then they start changing their philosophy in their 30s. But uh, the bottom line is, is the Democrats have control of education. They have control of the existing voting laws, and they've taken full advantage of it. I mean, the, the bottom line is, is this election can be blamed on the fact that the Republicans don't work as hard as the Democrats. At least that's my take. Yeah, and also the pain wasn't there yet. You know, um, it's funny, because I, where I live in Southern California, I was just talking to my wife about this yesterday and my business partner. I said, we absolutely must live in a bubble here. Every home in my neighborhood gets bought and sold right away because people just pay cash for it. You know, I went restaurants. You have to have reservations. You can't get in. You know, the price of food has doubled at the restaurants in the last year. We went and did some pre-Christmas shopping, you know, yesterday just, uh, so we could be in front of the curb. Everywhere was crowded. Everywhere. <laughs> so... Everybody's out. Every restaurant, people are sitting outside, and and so, you know, uh, the pain's not there yet uh, for enough places people to say, you know, uh, I'm okay when I went out of these guys, and I'm also painful. You know, New York was close. Okay, they got really close in New York, and 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 I think uh, we're going to go into a recession here in the next two years, and I think that's not. The timing's probably going to have to work for 2024. And, and, um, and then we'll have to see if the House goes red. You know, there will be some hearings, you know, so we'll think more things will get exposed. Um, but, you know, I haven't enough pain yet. You know, when oil doubles here, if China opened, oil's going to double. We'll talk about that next month, Dave. That's a that's a fascinating topic, and I and I hear where you're going with this. I've heard the same thing. Yeah, I do want to hit that next time we're together. But but for right now, for right now, if you were to advise the average American middle class who's managing not to be living month to month, what would you tell them they should be doing with their money? Um, wh- wh- where should they be going? And yeah, let's keep it really simple for the non-technical audience. Yeah, you need to put your money in anything that, that you need to survive. So you want to put it in companies that make food, make energy, 
minerals. Okay. Done. If you're older, every one of those companies that have been you want to own them. If you were in a recession, interest rates will fall in a recession, even though it doesn't look like it now. You want to own bonds. So it's simple as that. Stay away from tech, other than maybe the automation companies, but social media is peaked. Okay. Social media is um, peaked, you said? Yeah. You cut your, your, yeah, you said. yeah. Yeah, okay. Social media is peaked, okay. Computer hardware is peaked. You know, Silicon Valley is in big trouble. They're getting wiped. Um, so, and then, you know, biotech has a future, whether or not you believe the controversy or not. The, um, but it's too volatile for people. You know, it's all news-driven. Care. Look, we're still dying, right? So healthcare is still an area where you can make money. So those are the areas. So stay away from real estate, toxic, toxic, okay, for the most part. And uh, financial, toxic, okay, because people are going to be defaulting left and right in this recession. Okay, tech, stay away, way overpriced for what you're getting in terms of growth. But healthcare, commodities, energy, and uh, I think I got it right. Yeah, and maybe some automation. But that's it. That's it. Remember, commodities kind is opening. Energy is because we don't make enough of it. Okay, healthcare is because we're getting old, and that's where the money's going to go. Uh-huh. Remember, remember our conversation: the enforcement of the economic apocalypse. Food, energy, healthcare, and rent. Okay, rent's probably down. That's make, that's why real estate suck. Okay. So that's that's where you put your money, folks. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. And, and do you think that that is going back to trade genius for a second? It, it, does your algorithm reflect that advice? Do you think? Well, yeah, absolutely. In my in my own personal portfolio, we we almost had our high mark. My family's net worth because we stayed in those names long term. Yeah. I wasn't chasing everything. We're Exxon Mobil. You know, we're in, you know, GPP, you know, uh, we're in USAC, you know, all these things are generating 8%, 12% dividend, you know, doubled in growth, you know, um, you know, so we, uh, you know, we're just, we're happy. And then now I'm layering in, bought wheat precious metal, bought Hecla, bought um, dark gold. Those are all going to get doubles. I'm in, I'm in uranium, okay? You know, so... Those are all great companies, and just uh, enjoy it. And I'm building a position now in TLP, you know, the long bond. Okay, so that's that's you know that's that's where you want to have your money. Okay, okay. that that makes perfect sense. That's why this is why you guys are winning two out of three trades, and you got that uh, what was that 118 uh, percent. Uh, what I call return on investment annualized. I mean, that's absolutely incredible. That's why you're doing it because you're sticking to your own device. But you know, it's interesting. My wife and I took an investment class. Oh gosh, it was when I just first started coaching at this college. So we got the free class. And the lady that was given the class said, forget all the technicalities. Buy what people will need. Invest in what people will need. And that's kind of what you're saying here too. Uh, as you were talking about healthcare investment, well, we have an aging population. It, it, that's the advice that I heard, gosh, probably now 30 years ago, and uh, absolutely fantastic advice. Let's go back over, because um, uh, I, w- I want to leave people with something whenever we have author on, we talk about book, we have financial people, and we talk about their business. So you've got a really good special for people to get involved in what you're doing and kind of get on the good side of winning here. And your deal is open until November 19th, which is Saturday. And uh, to get in, to get the discount on what I call the educational materials, the bundled, non-bundled items that teach people how to do what you do. And let's see if I got this right, Bob. It's 50% off until the 19th. Coupon code is Black Friday. That's right. Saturday. Did I get that right? That's still Saturday. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's still, yeah, but Black Friday is the code. And uh, folks, I can tell you, you really want to take a strong look at this because you're not going to find many opportunities that have this kind of success ratio now um, in in this economy. And but it's, the, I don't think the economy is declining, Bob. And we're almost out of time. I think the economy is shifting more than it's. Yeah, I think the economy is declining. Some a recession's coming, but I think the economy is more shifting than declining. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I call it the great rotation. 
Okay, that's exactly. That's a great way to put it. Well, my friend, we are out of time, but I want to thank you for coming on and sharing your political economic views because eventually they all tie together and one affects the other. And uh, it was an exciting hour. Thanks, Bob. Thanks. Have a great day. Take care. We at The Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at TheCommonSenseShow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.